Hello, my friends. Welcome to episode number 19 of Yo! The Business and Fitness Podcast with me, Steve Krebs, your main man, Luca, host of ours, episode 19. And today we're going to give you the lessons and takeaways from the Yo! Grow Your Gym Mastermind Miami edition. And what an event it was. It was so nice to have Luca here, the entire crew. We had shit, 35 people in Miami, bonding, learning, experiencing together. And I'll tell you guys, before we, I'm going to give you a blatant pitch right now. Truth be told, before we roll into the takeaways, I made a post on it today, and I cannot stress enough the importance of, of, of you having a coach, whether it's us or someone else, someone that you connect to, but I suggest us, because Luke and I are going to treat you right. And if you watch our content that we put out, we're putting out the live trainings from the mastermind just to create intense value. And today we're going to give you the lessons and break down all that stuff for you guys, because at the end of the day, we want to get you results. We want to help you guys. So... The best way to get results, in my personal opinion, and maybe Luke can back me up on this before we go into the lessons, is like, I have a coach for kickboxing. I have a coach for jujitsu. I have a coach for business. And we, we, Luke and I have always hired coaches because what it does is it requires you, and if you have a great coach, they're going to see a vision for what's possible for you. They're going to see potential in you, untapped potential that maybe you don't see in yourself, and then hold you to that standard. Problem is, if you try to do it all by yourself, it's going to be really hard. And what we saw in the mastermind, and I guess I'll just jump in with like step one and then let Luca go is, man, the power of being around other like-minded people and in a group like ours where the culture is so positive and it's like real coaches running real businesses, whether it's an online business or a gym or working inside of somebody else's gym, like the culture that we've created is just amazing and I don't I, I'm not going to speak for Luca but I but I can guess like I'm going to speak for myself here that there was an energy and a vibe at this group in this group at this mastermind tighter than we've ever seen and that's what's crazy is because the pack fitness business our old mastermind was like so tight and everybody got along so well but this group just had a different energy so lesson number one for me is guys give yourself an opportunity and permission to go be a part of something that's bigger than you that holds you to a higher standard than you're operating at right now. Your rational brain will try to talk you out of so many things. Like I can't afford to do that right now. I can't afford to invest. You can't afford not to because your brain probably tries to break it down into a cost versus investment kind of place. And what I know about Luke and for myself is we always bet on ourselves and we're always going to invest in ourselves. And I highly suggest that you guys start looking at what you've done up to this point and the results that you've created and stop looking at things like hiring an assistant or joining a mastermind group or a mentorship as a cost because it's a huge investment and if you're in the right group that investment will pay dividends so i'm going to pass it over to luke and let him kind of break down what he saw inside of lessons that and we'll go back and forth as we go i'll ask questions like normal so thank you guys for tuning in luke i want to take it over yeah absolutely and obviously you see that's Steve Krebs, he has had an espresso. Wired right up, folks. His word count is a little higher than usual. Um, but to kind of dive into this, you know, um, it's so interesting because the masterminds, right? You, sometimes, so many times I think people think that when, you know, we put on a mastermind, that it's kind of, all right, we go in and, and from the minute we get in there, we're just, you know, dropping strategic tactical stuff. And that's obviously not the case. And why not? Because the reality is that there's, there's stuff to work through and a lot of things that stop people from taking action has nothing to do with not knowing what to do, right? This is the equivalent to when your client, 
you know, if, if your client comes in, or should I say a prospect comes in and they're like, hey, I want to lose 50 pounds, right? And right then and there, you start talking to them, you say, hey, what do you think are some things that you should, you know, you should do? And what are some things you should stop doing to achieve those results? They're going to knock, they're going to tell you, um, you know, man, I'm, 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 I'm rushing, I'm rushing and eating at work to work. Then I get home, like I'm, I'm, I'm super hungry. I don't have things prepared. I snack a ton. Like I, you know, I, I drink wine like three, four nights a week. I eat too much fast, right? They're going to tell you stuff. Like, you know, what I need to do is prepare more. Like they're not like oblivious to the stuff to do. And yet they're not doing it, right? And that's where the, the magic lies in coaching, guidance, support, accountability, you know, is and also, you know, challenging the people in, in the right way is to get them to do some of the things that they know they should do. Now, part of it for sure is, part of it for sure is showing them stuff they don't see, showing them, you know, new possibilities, new tactics, new strategies, new, you know, helping them understand principles, see the world in a different way. But that, you know, that's such a big part of it because right now, if you're listening to this and if you're like, okay, well, I know some stuff I need to do, but I'm not doing it. And I have a tough time doing it. And, you know, the key I think too is like not beating yourself up and being like, oh, I'm horrible. I'm a shithead. I can't, you know, I just can't do it. It's just the way I am. Like, no, that, those are self-limiting beliefs. You know, that's one of the things that, that, that we help with in a mastermind. Because just like in fitness, I started to understand about seven years ago that like I really have to become exceptional on the side of change psychology, behavior change, environmental sciences, pedagogy, you know, all these different things that help, you know, neurology, it, it, like understanding it and understanding how to move people forward. And I dove so deep into that and I became so much better at helping our clients, you know, change because it wasn't just the X's and O's. It was the stuff that drives the X's and O's. But in business, it's the same thing, right? It's the same things. There's the X's and O's. And then below the X's and O's are the things that drive the X's and O's, right? These are, these are everything from the desires and the fears and, right, the, the habit loops and the limiting beliefs and all those different things. And guess what? We work on that. Just like in the gym, like our, our gym specializes in transformation, which means we're, we're really, 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 really good at helping people do what they know. It's the same thing in business. So, you know, day one, we started off with a lot of, I would say, overcoming limiting beliefs, right? Challenging people's belief systems and why, because the thing is you got to chip away at that first. Think about that. Like if you add if you add tactics and strategies on top of a belief system that, you know, just can't, can't really accept that, it doesn't matter. It's irrelevant, right? And you guys have like, if you went to the summit, I talked about this little, I was talking about sales, but it's like a, a little pyramid, right? So think that the bottom, actually almost at the bottom of the pyramid, there's beliefs, right? Or, you know, and actually let me, let me turn it around at the top of the pyramid. You got, you got your things like the tactics, right? The sales, the scripts, uh, you know, the phone script, the, the, then on top of that, yeah, I got CRMs and, you know, follow-up systems and bots and all that. Great. That's tactical. That's strategic. You know, that's systems-based. We need that. Now, below that is mindsets, okay? And what mindsets are, they're a system, right? They're, they're an ecosystem of beliefs. That's what a mindset is. A mindset is made up of an ecosystem of beliefs. So below mindsets is beliefs. Now, beliefs are things like, you know, for somebody in the gym, you're, you're looking at a person that's like, you know, it's really hard for me to lose weight because of my genetics. No matter what I do, 
Like it's just going to be, you know, it's impossible for me to lose weight. That's a belief. Now imagine on top of that belief that we start now putting strategic things like, Hey, you know, let's work on just changing breakfast. You know, let's just work on breakfast. Let's get protein. Let's get a, a lot of veggies, some good fats, you know, and some healthy starches in here. And like, let's keep it, you know, plate based. Right. But the thing, the problem is the belief system is that genetics will stop me from getting results ever. So then the behavior is going to be like, fuck it. I'm going to just do, you know, two donuts and, and a coffee and whatever. Right. You can't put oh, the Homer Simpson diet. Absolutely. Homer Simpson diet and a Homer Simpson results also. <laughs> um, but like, okay, so, so let's move into, you know, the world of business, the world of business, man, how many times have me and Krebs heard my area is different, right? Like that, that's a, that's a perfect example, right? If you repeat that to yourself for years and it's like, man, you know, like I could never do X this well because my area is different. Nobody has money here. Uh, people aren't willing to spend this much, right? These, these are all limiting beliefs, right? And so we work on things like that. And there are ways to work on this, by the way, right? Some of the things that we can cover here, but a lot of it, not necessarily. And also it, it becomes individual as well. But so just understanding that, like, you know, how some of the coaching and masterminds work uh, is getting people to have certain breakthroughs and aha moments that sometimes are not tactical. They're actually deeper and then it makes them and allows them, I should say makes them, but allows them, you know, to suspend this belief and then do the stuff that they already know and have been taught. Like, or, you know, sometimes we've coached people on stuff for months and it doesn't click until we kind of take off the emergency break. And the emergency break is, you know, a perspective of the world. It's a belief system, right? It's, it's an environmental thing, meaning, you know, people around them, a person in the business, a person at home, whatever it may be. So like that, man, that's real coaching, right? Real coaching is, is like doing is detective work. It's finding an obstacle, addressing the obstacle, getting rid of it, moving forward, going to the next obstacle, right? Like that's how it works. So, so that was a big part of it. But then like right now, you know, one of the things, I would say the second thing that we talked a lot about that's moving a little bit more to the strategic and tactical side of things is that we, you know, as an industry, the last five to seven years, I say good, five, let's just say five, it has been the easiest of all time to generate leads, the easiest, right? So whoever's entered this industry in the last five years has had it better than it, it ever was, right? Especially the further, the further back that you go those five years when, you know, you got on social media and you got on Facebook and you figured out, figured out the ads and it was so cheap. Honestly, it still is, you know, if you, if you do it the right way, it, it's still very, very good, but it was so cheap that you could, you know, grow your business through that, through challenges, through this, through front end, front end offers that were, you know, that just made sense and got a lot of people through the door and it's, and it made people, I think somewhat lazy. Uh, and what I mean by lazy is like, look, when something's too good or it, it's working so well, you, you know, you kind of buy into that. But just like stock markets and investment, what do, what, what do people tell you, right? Be, be like strategic with the diversification, right? Don't put all your eggs in one basket because shit can change overnight and then you're, you're stuck dead in the water. And I think that a lot of businesses did that, you know, kind of not only did that, but the focus went there. The focus went to just advertising on social media. Now, we're fans of it. We still believe it's great, but it should just be 
one way of generating leads. And a lot of conversation that was brought up was, you know, looking at like this whole having multiple poles in the water philosophy and, you know, if social media being one of them. So, I mean, obviously there's, there's different, um, I would say aspects of social. So Facebook, you know, Instagram, I talked about like, uh, I talked about like testing. So for instance, right now, I, I'll give you guys a strategy is test other means of, of advertising, meaning spend 15 to 20 bucks a day testing out YouTube. What's that, uh, you know, what SAP has now advertising, uh, platform that actually, from what I hear is pretty good. And I'm, I'm diving into that right now. Uh, but then going back to Google AdWords, because actually it became, they became cheaper. Right. And it like, all you got to, first of all, all you got to understand is your ROI, which is going to touch on in a second. Okay. So, Yo, Luca, so would you say that yeah. before we get rolling too deep into this, that the takeaway from the first takeaway that you said is what well, put it in like a, like a bullet point, the first piece my first takeaway was obviously, hey, like having a coach and being a part of a group will, will help yep. you move forward faster than anything. So the second thing, the, the first thing that you said was just so we can have the golden nugget. Yeah. So the second, so that was your first takeaway. The second takeaway from that was that you have like, you have to work on your beliefs and mindsets and practice improving them just like you would practice anything else, right? It's really, really, really easy to think about things like I need to get better at marketing. You hear, you know, you hear uh, obviously gym owners say that all the time. I got to be a better coach, right? Everybody kind of understands that. Like, man, I got to get better program design. I got to get better communication, which that, that's a big takeaway too, which we'll get back to is communication. But I was just going to bring that up because you went through one, yeah, one of probably the biggest takeaways that I think the group had was when you went through that process of practicing communication. Yeah. So, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm going to definitely one. touch on that one. Yeah, dude, step one, join a group. Step two, hey, you are exactly who you believe yourself to be. And being a part of a group like this, it, I, I, we watched the group gel together and we watched the group grow and expand in, in, the, in like their confidence. It was incredible, right? And then if you listen to what Luke is saying, step three is, hey, it's not just about marketing, guys. We teach marketing, of course. And we have, hey, it's funny that I said marketing, of course, because there's a marketing course coming out soon called the rainmaker. But anyway, so Luke is breaking down for you guys like, Hey, there's three steps. And now number four, which I want you to jump into Luke, because I feel like it's so important is communication. One of the biggest takeaways I had was actually listening to Luca talk about this. And he was breaking down the, you know, the, how everybody wants to get better at communication, but Luke, I'll let you say it since it was your topic, but man, this is like, you guys need to write this shit down. So communication, I think that everybody understands now what I, what I mean by now that like, it wasn't talked about as much years ago, but now we kind of understand it. Like, you know, people are like, yeah, I gotta, I gotta be a great communicator to be a great coach. You know, and great communication is everything from active listening to, you know, legitimately understanding how to guide somebody. You know, when we talk about things like coactive coaching and motivational interviewing, right. And all these different strategies, you know, being a quiet leader, Obviously, there's a lot of models of, of communication, but my point of that is that people are like, yeah, I got to get better at communication. If I, and if you ask a coach, hey, if you're a better communicator, do you feel like you'll be a better coach? You'll be get better results? You'll be able to you know, write better copy and market and write emails better and your Facebook posts better because you'll be able to, co to connect and engage 
with the audience better? And everybody's like, yeah, yeah, absolutely, Luca, absolutely. Okay, cool. I said, how much do you work on your communication? And then there's the blank stare because people try to figure out like what I'm trying to get out of them, right? And, you know, so then I always take it back. I, I take a lot of things back to my, you know, my basketball days, basketball career. And, you know, I say, okay, look, let's say you're, you're a pretty good player, but to get to college, to get another level, your coach is like, listen, you, you got it. Like your lefty is, is whack. Like your left, your ball handling on your left side, you can't drive to the left and pull up. You can't drive to the left and finish with your left. And, you know, defenses know that you're great. You know, you're great to your right, but your left is sucking. And literally everybody just drives you to your left, double team you and your, 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 your toast, your waist. And the thing is you can play in high school, but you can't go to college level playing your left. So all of you have this aha moment. You have this realization. You're like, man, now I got to work on my left. What do you do? Every day you spend 20, 30 minutes cross between the legs, in and out with the left, drive to the left, pull up, drive to the left, pull up with a, you know, stick in your face where the coaches guarding you, drive to the left, pull up, teardrop off the, off the glass, left, 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 every day, practice it great, then start creating the pressure, right, because that's real, real game time situations, right, two, three months later, all of a sudden, somebody makes you drive left, you do a little pull up jumper, buckets, damn, all those hundreds of hours of work, actually makes sense now i can drive to my left you keep doing it you keep doing it you keep doing it now all of a sudden teams are like man don't make him go left that motherfucker can like like he'll score going left we got to do something else now what did what did that person have to do that person had to make a plan and deliberately practice the skill set of being able to go left shoot off the left dribble be able to lay up with the left do a floater with the left all that good stuff now Let's take it back to your communication. Now that you've had a tutorial on basketball. Absolutely. Because the thing is, this, like, it connects, right? Because people don't look at it the same. I mean, think about it, Krebsy. Like, tell me, you know, how, how many times do people connect those dots when, you, you know, when we talk about sales and communication and things like that? So I said, guys, raise your hands. And, and Ruma said, raise your hands. Who here spends 10 to 15 or maybe 20 minutes a day actively learning communication skills and then practicing them in the real world. Basically, no hands went up. I said, how, like, when, when are you going to dribble your communication, right? Like, where are you dribbling your communication? Meaning, so wh- whatever it is, like, let's just take a Crucial Conversations, fantastic book, must read, one of the ones that we recommend. I've reread it every year right now for, I think, six years. And great model. It's actual method and model. So, what you do is you read crucial conversations for 20 minutes and then you take notes. And then when you go to work, you use crucial conversations with your team, with your, with your clients, maybe at home with your girl or your, or, or your boyfriend or your wife, your spouse, whatever it may be. But what are you doing? You're learning it and then you're going to apply it. So if you tell me that you want to get much, much better at communication, then you need to practice it daily. Not Alan, like Allen Iverson, who I love. We talk about practice, coach. Practice. Talking about practice, coach. Right? So the thing is, like, you got to practice it deliberately every single day. And, and, and imagine now, like, I mean, I'll give you a challenge. Like, I'll give you a challenge for 30 days. Every day, study communication skills for 15 to 20 minutes. Take some notes. Not like 23,000 takeaways. Just like two to three takeaways. Like a question. You know, like, I love great questions, right? Great, question lead, lead, great questions lead us into a, better, into a better life. 
because that's what our brain will ruminate on is the questions that we ask ourselves. But like sometimes I love great questions. I'm like, oh man, that's a great question. Guess what I'm going to do when I get a couple of great questions from some type of education that, you know, whether it was book, course, or something like that, I write them down. And so I'll write them down and then I'm going to use them that day. I have, a, I have them on a four by six card, pull the four by six card out. And then I look for opportunities, right? Just the same thing with stories. I read a ton of books. So I always have stories to tell. And I, I read a, like I read a great story the next time in team training. Guess what I do? I tell the story and I tell the point. Now I'm practicing my storytelling, which is part of communication, right? And this is, like, this is something I could legitimately talk about and coach on for like a week straight without stopping because I'm so passionate about it. But I want you to take that thought process and that strategy, okay, and, and actually put it to play if you want to improve your skill set. Because just like anything else, you know, me and Krebsy both love martial arts and I would say fight sports. Uh, I'm, I've been boxing now consistent. I've done just about everything, but I've been boxing now consistently for about a year and a half with, with the same thing, with a coach. Mike Briggs comes in once to twice a week, spend an hour and a half doing boxing, right? And I'm the type of person, I'm very, like, I love the technical aspects of it. And when we do stuff and I, I can't do it well, well enough to like, I, I, wanna, I wanna be excellent at stuff. And he's like, and I'm like, okay, great. Like we get done with the session and tell me like, what do I need to practice that's gonna get me the most bang for the buck? So the next time I come through, like this thing that was a little bit rusty is gonna be better. And he'll be like, I need you to do these two things, like these two things and focus on these things. That's it, Luca. And then boom, I do shadow work. I might, might hit the bag, do the drill that he tells me to do. Next time he comes around, Voila, I'm better, right? You can't expect to improve these things. When I look at your calendar and I look at your schedule on a daily basis and I don't see communication, for instance, or, you know, plug in whatever you need to work on, sales, marketing, right? But I, communication is so important. It is so important. It's so fucking important in the, in, the, in, in the craft that we do that you must practice it. And like I said, if you're listening to this, this might be the biggest takeaway and aha moment for you is to go like, I'm not doing enough of that. And then you can't expect to be better. You just cannot expect to be better. It's just like when kids play basketball all year round, they don't get better because they actually don't have time to practice the skill they need to get better at. They're just reinforcing shit that they already know. So the good things get better, the bad things get worse right? Because you pattern it. If you do something in a crappy way, the more you do it, the more it's going to re- you're going to ingrain that shitty pattern. So guys, so- as I'm listening, the, the takeaway is communication, but the overarching takeaway is you have to be intentional about what you want to improve. And that's part of what one of the takeaways would be on top of that from, from the mastermind is the fact that there's a ton of accountability. You're going to be more apt and our, and our crew is more apt to follow through on the things that they said they wanted to do, right? One of the biggest things that I see outside of our group in the fitness space and in any business really is overwhelm, right? There's so many different hats we have to wear inside a business now. You know, it's not like in 1990 before social media, before computers, but you know, like internet anyway, it is so different now. So people think I got to study copywriting and I got to learn Facebook advertising and Instagram marketing. And I got to get better at coaching and I have to manage my staff and I have to manage my books and my accountant and I have to actually train people and clean my gym and the list can go on and on and on. So the feeling of overwhelm is that it's, 
it's the idea that you have to do everything at once. And that's impossible. So one thing I'll say in another takeaway is our girls and, and guys in the group, they've, they've grown so much because they've learned to simplify, right? Where most people are making complexities, they're learning to simplify and we teach to master the simple, right? When we teach things, it's not feeding through a fire hose. It's, Hey, this month we're focused on X, Y, and Z. It could be marketing on Instagram and here's your bite-sized piece for the week. And Hey, did you do it this week? It's really simple. So guys, you can't hold others accountable unless you're holding yourself accountable. And another lesson is walk the talk, which means if you're in fitness, like you should be focused on your own personal health, right? Your own sleep, your own nutrition. And listen, at times, Luke and I both struggled with certain aspects of this, but better than most, right? And, and our, our goal is always to be better than we were. And we, when you run into an obstacle, it's okay. You're going to run into problems. Nobody has to be perfect here. So I just wanted to share like a bunch of those lessons right in a row because, hey, I don't want you guys to get lost in the weeds on this and feel overwhelmed or feel like, hey, like, uh, you know, I don't know what to do or where to go or how to even start. Or you may be in a place where a lot of times when I get on the phone with potential clients for yoga or your gym, you know, people are in a really bad spot, right, financially. And they can't convince themselves to invest the money because they feel like they, they can't afford it. But guys, listen, multiple times in my life, I've had to put shit on credit cards to make it work so I could bet on myself. So if you're one of those people that I talk to, this isn't me doo-dooing on your head. It's just me saying like, hey, if you're listening to this and you know you need to be a part of this, but you convinced yourself otherwise, get your head out of your ass and bet on yourself. Because at the end of the day, betting on yourself, it will improve your confidence more than anything else will, right? It's literally showing to yourself, hey, I'm willing to do what's required to be successful. I'm willing to work hard. I'm willing to sacrifice immediate gratification right now, which is, these are all takeaways from the group, by the way. I'm just rehashing them in a story format so you're in line so you guys can hear them, right? If you have an extra 10 minutes, focus on communication or whatever thing that you need to focus on to improve your business to move forward. You have to start looking at this entire game like a puzzle. If you've ever put a puzzle together, a lot of times you can sit there over the puzzle and go like, holy shit, how am I going to put this whole thing together? But when you put the right piece in, then six or seven other pieces can go in really quickly. And that's what this group will do for you. And that's what we're seeing inside of it. It's not, listen, I'm not trying to turn this into a sales pitch. I just need you guys to understand if you're not where you need to be and you're trying to do it on your own, it's exactly why you're not where you want to be. Because you're trying to go it alone and you just don't have the wisdom yet or the knowledge to go there. So... You know, those are the main takeaways that I feel like that, that I saw. And I think those are all like kind of bullet points. Go ahead, Luke. No, because you're saying this and it's funny. Like, I, you know, when I, I, I read books and um, a lot of books and a lot of stuff. And it, I have a, I, I love Charlie Munger and like uh, Warren Buffett's advice. Obviously, why? Because they've been insanely successful. But I, uh, I was opening a journal right now and I, I got these notes and like, I mean, it couldn't, you know, as you were, were talking about the points, right? Here's, here's some of the things that Warren Buffett shares. I mean, I'm, you could make this up, but one, one is like re- marry the right person, which we won't dig into today, but I'm sure that's a great topic as well. But, you know, he said by far the best investment you can make is in yourself. The sec- one of the second things he said, it said, learn to communicate better, both in writing and in person. Honing that skill can increase your value by at least 
right? Next, take care of your body and mind, especially when you're young. So you, you look at this stuff and then associate yourself with high-grade people, right? So, and, and working for people that you respect. So think about just some of the things that you just mentioned, right? The be- and he legitimately said, like, investing yourself, the market is always going up, right? Like, I don't, I don't think investing is a bad thing, but the markets go up, they go down, things happen, you never know. When you invest in yourself, that market's always going up, always. And then if that guy says you can be worth 50% more just by having better communication skills, one of the wealthiest, most successful people of all time, probably a good idea to invest in that and associate yourself with high-grade people that are making moves, that are doing the things that you want to achieve. Man, that's, that's- what would you say? What would you say? Like, in, you know, now that we've had time to digest, you know, we've been back for a week or two now from Miami. Well, I'm still down here, obviously, but the group has went, you know, went back. And you know, what are some other things? Maybe like quick hitters, takeaways that you could share with the group. I mean, one for me is when Luca was running the training. It, here's what's crazy: is every single coach and trainer and fit pro in the group realized that they were not operating at a capacity that they are they're, that they're of their true potential, meaning. They're, they have a lot more to give, and I think fitness is that gateway to see that because you guys are the ones running the sessions and you have this idea that you need to be an expert. A lot of times I think the ego gets in the way and won't allow you to go be a student somewhere else or take someone else's class or train at another gym and get your ass handed to you, but I think that's crucial. It's crucial to see, hey, I have more to give here and my capacity to grow and my capacity to impact people, my capacity to be a better business person, husband, wife, whatever, is, is so much greater than I'm giving myself credit for. And it kind of shadows back to, hey, what I said is, hey, your potential is so huge. Sometimes it takes someone else to point it out and point it out consistently because I think it sits so close to us. It's like a butterfly in the end of a, a cow's nose, right? It's something you can't even see it. So I don't want you going cross-eyed, but I'm here to tell you guys that I guarantee you that you are not living even 25% of your potential right now. And you are not living 25% of the capacity you have to do work specifically in your, your business. But if we even rewind it back to like training, to be pushed in training. And that's one of the things that I watched because when we go into that place, I sit back and watch Luca do his thing. Even though I was a strength coach for 10, 11 years and I had a business and I was great at it. Listen, there's, there's great. And then there's like incredibly, wonderfully, epically great, right? And somebody that's put their time into a maestro. So it's like watching Gordon Ramsay cook. You know, when Luke is doing his thing, we were in anatomy and I look over and Luke is like coaching up people in anatomy. He just can't help himself, which is a beautiful thing. It means that you know you're doing what, what you should be doing. And if you guys don't feel that way, you know, it's, it's just one of those things where, hey, give yourself a little space and fall back in love with what you do. And I think that's another piece that we saw in these people is because they saw their capacity, uh, the space uh, available in their capacity. They also saw like, Hey, maybe I'm not enjoying what I've been doing as much because I've been so focused on the business and stuck in a scarcity based mindset about not having enough clients or not knowing marketing well enough. The truth be told, our group is for coaches who love to coach. It's not for people that just want to come in and snag one or two pieces of marketing and then disappear and not interact with people and not show up for events and not be a part of the yo grow your gym culture. It's just not what we want. We want you to come and we want you to belong because there's so many little nuggets and there's so many little things that you can take away from being at these things and enjoying these things and seeing the increase in capacity and 
You're in, like watching people's confidence improve over two days is such a great gift for us. So Luke, what about you? Like, if you look at this, any quick hitter, like things that we got about, we'll run another 10, 15 minutes of this, but you know, what are the quick hitters that you can say, Hey, like we saw definitely here's something that was a takeaway or a lesson that I saw and just kind of bang them out. You know, like right, right now, looking back, I definitely got a couple is that like people believing in themselves, put it this way. Oh, you know, cause you know, I ramp on this a lot. You know, I ramp on this a lot that they, you know, becoming that resource, that lighthouse, that, you know, the, the, the shining light in your community. And that when you're holding back and you're not sharing more that, you know, you're holding back that light. And, but you know, and it sounds like foo-foo-ish, but, but it is like, first of all, that's going to attract clients It's going to deliver value to the marketplace. And of course it's going to start conversations, right? Cause sales start with conversations. So you want to start as many conversations as possible, right? I love when somebody asks me something, they're raising a hand. I, I'm honored for, for a person to reach out to me. And so I'm going to lead them into a certain direction, right? Versus, you know, cold calling and whatever else, right? Where you're, 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 you're the person instigating the, I would say the contact, like conversations happen when somebody asks you questions, but for that to happen, you have to share things. But for you to share things, you have to be, you have to believe that you're worthy of sharing those things. And so if I look at these last weeks, even, you know, as we come from the mastermind, what have we seen? I mean, the, first of all, you know, the first week back, like we got, uh, I don't know, past like, man, I, I just signed up five or six semis, right? Or that first, I was like a record week or something like that, right? And like, what changed was, it's like the mindset changed. Then we see more quality content being punched out. And that quality content creates conversations and those conversations now create sales and, and you know, you can retarget, we can get like tactical with it. But the point of it is that you kind of, you, you let go of the emergency breaks and then people start going like, well, shit, I can do this. Right. Or they get zoned in and they go like, wow, like, you know what? I haven't been doing these simple daily tasks that, you know, Luke and Steve have been coaching us on and kind of ramping on. And maybe because I was looking for the home run and then all of a sudden those daily tasks are getting done. And it's like a week later, yo guys, like I've had the best week. I know. What did you do? Well, what you did was you did the basic simple things that, that, you know, we've, we've been telling you to do and coaching you on. But we kind of we kind of limited the emergency break, and now all of a sudden you have momentum, and you're seeing shit happen. And and to me that's so powerful. Or you know the, the other thing that I love is you know I talked about certain specific strategies and tactics, uh, you know, in the mastermind, and if people started doing them, and like, man, I did that thing, and I got a client. Man, I did that thing, and I got the speaking at the university. Man, I did that thing, you know, fill in the blank, right? I did the work, and the result was there. Right. And so, but I, but I feel like the foundation of it all is like a lot of what we were talking about is that you, you have to address the, the, the belief systems and the focus and the productivity of each kind of coach and each business owner so that the, the other things that we lay on top of it that are strategic and tactical, that they're actually get done. And then when that happens and there's consistency, man, now you got the big mo momentum. And all of a sudden, you know, you get shit happening. So, I mean, that's, that's kind of like the biggest thing that I've seen. And, you know, we've seen the group take off. Uh, and, you know, the other thing, too, is, is that one plus one equals three when you have, you know, the right people. And what you're seeing in a group and any, any great team, right, is that 
they're, everybody's lifting each other up, challenging each other, pushing each other. Like even when like, it's almost like, you know, you, you kind of let it go and now they're crushing. Right. And like, that's, that's how things are supposed to work. That's how your team internally in the gym is supposed to operate. Your clients supposed to operate. And then you also have to be part of groups that coach you, guide you, support you, keep you accountable, challenge you. Right. And sometimes even pull you when you need it, when you're down on the ground, pull you up, but to get that momentum going. Boom, 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 boom. So guys, I think that on that note, we can wrap this episode up. It's going to be a little shorter, but I think that there's so much value in this and the takeaways that listen, I know you guys didn't make it to the mastermind, but if you go to my Instagram, Steve Krebsy at Steve Krebsy or Lucas at Luca Hosevar, we'll be posting some of the, the footage from, you know, from the training, from the physical training, from the, the classroom training, you know, photos from it, just so you guys can get a vibe of what it's like to be a part of something that's a little bit bigger than yourself. You know, Luke and I are, are, are so honored to be able to do what we do and work with the people that we work with and, and, you know, to be back for me to be back in the fitness space where I belong and working with Luca is just a blessing for me and I'm enjoying it so much. So, you know, it's yogrowyourgym.com. Take a look at it. You know, obviously you're listening to the podcast. We appreciate you guys tuning in so much. You know, I know that you could be listening to a lot of other things right now. So uh, keep your eyes peeled. You know, if you feel like you need help, don't talk yourself out of it, please. Right? We don't want to, I don't want to talk to you and then a year later have you reach back out to me and say, man, I really wish I would have joined then. That's bullshit. So you have to hold yourself to a higher standard and making decisions that support you becoming the best version of yourself. Not doing that will cost you way more than a monthly fee for a mastermind. Trust me on this. The right mastermind anyway. So we'd appreciate you guys joining. We're, you know, we're, we're always looking for the right type of people. I will say this. Hey, I have a rule. Luke has, we have a rule. Like We don't let anybody in that we wouldn't sit down and have a drink with. So no soliciting, no bullshit, no negativity, no making people uncomfortable. That will get a one-way ticket right out of the group immediately. Uh, we also have a marketing course coming out with my partner, Stefano, who's a, a wizard. I'll keep you guys in the loop on that. Uh, on that note, the next mastermind is June 5th and June 6th in Seattle, Washington. And keep your eyes peeled, guys. Bigger Summit 2020. 2020 vision rises one, son. Oh, boy. October 1st through the 3rd at the beautiful – Hyatt on the lake. It's going to be wonderful. It's going to be amazing. It's going to we be. We already have. Go ahead. Tell them. Some, some bangers. Talk your for, shit. For this year. Talk your shit. Yeah. So by in, within the next week, uh, we're, some of them are getting confirmed. Some are already confirmed. Obviously, some of our so closest friends, you know, they're regulars every year because they're always delivering the greatest, dopest, uh, I would say, presentations and knowledge and but I got, we, we got some surprises, though. Uh, we got some surprises. Within the next 7 to 14 days, you guys will be seeing uh, at least three, four, five uh, confirmed speakers for next year, uh, new ones, and some of the, I would say, the, the regulars uh, on the Fitness Avengers team, pretty much. Man. I'm just called that. Cool, man. And, uh, man, be, be, be ready for it. Because, like I said, we're back to the, the greatest venue. The venue is phenomenal. Um, the food will be phenomenal. The presentations will be phenomenal. The format will be even better. I mean, like, like I said, you know, it's, it's hard. Every year it's hard because we got to go like, man, we can't make it, you know, worse, right? <laughs> like, there's no way to do that. And we can't even make it the same. Like, we, so we bust our ass to always make it better, which does become a challenge because um, last year was pretty damn spectacular. So the culture and the connection last year was out of this world. This year we're going to take that and we're going to exponentially grow it by adding more amazing shit for you guys to experience. So if you missed last year, don't do it again. The same thing, guys. 
don't convince yourself that you shouldn't go to these things. Yes, we understand that it's going to cost you money, but it'll cost you more not to show up. We promise you that. You know, Luke and I met in a mastermind. We have other people that have shown up for this event and, you know, created massive growth in their businesses or their personal lives. And isn't that the whole point? If you guys look at your life right now and you're not where you want to be, be thankful for it. Be thankful for that. Be thankful for the problems that you've created up to this point because now you have an opportunity to work your ass off to make it better. And that's all we ask you guys to do is make it better every single day by 1%. That's our, always our goal. Sometimes it doesn't happen, but hey, that's the beauty of life. Remember, you look at this shit. There's a lot of opportunities for you guys to connect with us. So at the end of the year, if you haven't connected and you haven't grown as a person, that, that completely falls on your shoulders. So believe in yourself. Invest in yourself. Rise as one. Show up at the Vigor Summit. Jump into the mastermind. YoGrowYourGym.com. I appreciate you guys tuning in. Luca, good shit today, man. We'll talk to you guys on episode number 20 on the next one. Have a good day. We're out of here. Peace out.